This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, good afternoon and welcome to Enterprise BizBytes. I'm Roshan Kanesan. The Malaysian startup ecosystem has undergone a significant evolution marked by improved access to funding and a grow, growing pool of talent. The transformation has been complemented by changes in the venture capital landscape, responding to shifts in the global and local economic environment. The Malaysian government has also played a supportive role in all of this, implementing policies and initiatives to foster a favourable environment for entrepreneurial ventures, contributing to the overall dynamicism of the startup scene. Uh, when I had my conversation with Dr. Sivapala and Viveka Raja of Scale Up Malaysia earlier this year after the budget, but we didn't talk about how there was more funding needed for the environment because of things like Punjana Capital and the fund of funds mechanism that has come in. So some progress has definitely been made here. That said, according to the 8th and latest edition of the Economy C report by Google, Tomasic Holdings and Bain and Company, private funding across all investment stages in Southeast Asia has reached a six-year low in the first half of 2023, and that includes Malaysia. The first half of 23 saw 47 deals in Malaysia with over 200 with a worth about $200 million in private funding transacted. Compared to the year before, there were 77 deals with a value of 500 million US dollars. That's more than a 50% drop in terms of deal value. The decline in funding is not unique to Malaysia and drops from the 2021-2022 peaks have been common across Southeast Asia with private funding reverting to 2017 levels after the record highs. In 2021, even late stage deals, whether we're talking about Series D and E onwards, in specific have slowed the most, declining around 77%, which is in line with the global shift towards a higher cost of capital and issues across the funding lifecycle as the economy receive reported uh, report indicates with all that in mind today we look ahead to next wednesday's malaysia venture forum 2023 an event that's bringing together key players thought leaders and visionaries to explore discuss and shape the future of startups and businesses here in malaysia on that note if this sounds up your alley you can go to mvca.org.my and you can find this event under the events tab and we'll also link it in the podcast show notes when it comes out later today Beyond the event itself, today on the show we'll talk about the current challenges and opportunities faced by both startups and the VC landscape here in Malaysia, explore key investment trends, the criteria investors are looking at when evaluating evaluating opportunities here in Malaysia, and talk about the environment overall. If you have any thoughts, you can WhatsApp us on our U-Mobile number, that's 018-789-8899, or you can tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us for this conversation is Ng Sai Kit, the chairman of Malaysia Venture Capital and Private Equity Association, more commonly known as MVCA. Saikit, good to see you again. How are you doing? Hello. Hi. Um, good afternoon, right, everyone. Long time Thanks. no see. Um, last, I think we chatted, it was during our breakaway uh, event in uh, October. Is it, was it October? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In October, uh, where we, again, a similar topic we were getting into, but it was more on the lines of what VCs were looking for mm. in startups and businesses. Right. Now, before we talk about the forum that's happening next week and the ecosystem, I think uh, I'd like to start with, you know, talking a bit about Charlie Munger, uh, who passed mm. away uh, mm. two days ago, um, mm. just... 33 days shy of turning 100 years old, a uh, individual who has played a remarkable part in the, at least the sense of the investing landscape, right? He and Warren Buffett and 
Berkshire would not be, Berkshire Hathaway would not be what it is today if not for Charlie Munger pushing Warren Buffett out of his cigar butt uh, butt mentality of investing. As someone who's been in the space, uh, Saiket, so tell us a little yep. bit about you know in your in your view what kind of legacy has Munger left behind? Is that uh, do you have any particular uh, any views on this? Uh, talk to us about it. Well. Um Certainly, he's living a he's actually left a really legendary life, mm. right? So, so leaving behind so many uh, nuggets, yeah, and principles or whatnot. So, I wouldn't say that I'm completely qualified to talk too much about <laughs> it, right? Um, but I guess three three uh, principles or words that stuck with me, right? I probably need well spend some time to talk about it number one is the assiduity which essentially is linked to you know the importance of perseverance diligence and constant effort of achieving success so so i think this is this one one a quality you know if i relate it back to you know uh, the work that we do and even the founders that we work with this is fundamentally so important right and uh, it's about greed it's about focus and uh, you wait for the opportunity to arise and then you pound on it yeah so the other the other um, principle that that i like to mention about is actually this word of uh, equa- equanimity mm. which essentially is really staying calm in all adversity right pull yourself out and take a really uh, rational and, and, and fair assessment of what's happening before you make that decision. And this is so important, right? And, and the, other, the other way that, that uh, we, we look at it is this quote that is famous for is, you know, let the world's stupidity help you. In a sense <laughs> that, you know, everybody will be, will be reacting, right? Uh, with no rationale or rushing into a decision and whatnot. I think as an investor, you got to stay calm and maybe go against the tide. That's what his contrarian uh, investment philosophy has been and uh, thirdly is the multidisciplinary yeah so so ultimately you know he's the one who purports you, you got to constantly learn learn until 99 mm. right so so it, well it, it kind of link it link it back to the work that we're doing in the way that we have to be always uh, intellectually curious uh, curious about you know all things because we deal with founders who come from different segments or whatnot and the more you learn about businesses, the more you could relate what you have learned and, and you applied it to, to your investment decisions or even, you know, the, the decisions that you, 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 you will make to help your founders. So, so I guess these are the three, three, three principles that I would like to share. Great. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that. And um, now let's talk a little bit about uh, the forum that's happening next yep, week, sure. 6th of December. Mm. Um, Talk to us, I guess, about the the objectives for the event, right? Because if I have this correct, the the theme is uh, reflect, assess, and charge forward. So, talk to us about the objectives and the key highlights of this event. Well, um, yeah, thanks, thanks for bringing up. You know, when it comes to the 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 theme of the the forum, is that we talk about reflection of the funding ecosystem. And uh, we pro- probably need to also take an access, uh, good assessment about, you know, what what are we doing, mm. what have we done, and what we need to do, and therefore move forward, right? So that's that's the team that will encapsulate the entire uh, one day uh, forum with a pretty busy schedule, yeah, back to back, 
And, was it 30 uh, speakers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As someone who's uh, helped plan events, I'm looking at you, I'm like, you must be uh, quite uh, quite stressed at this point. But <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you know, I, I have to thank a lot of uh, the members of the, the firm, also members of the community who has been helping out. So back back to the team, right? Ultimately, is about, you know, whether this is the right time to kind of take a pause and relook. Because I remember last um, two months ago when, um, when I was here, we talked about, you know, the end of the zero interest rate policy, you know, uh, in other words, ZERP, right? Um, well, that's probably where we need to kind of sit back mm. and, and, and take a hard look at, okay, how do we move forward? And that's pretty much what we're trying to do with the forum. Yeah, and yeah, I think uh, other than just 30, 30 speakers or whatnot, we are probably hoping that we could actually garner about the 300 attendees if we can, right? And uh, this these are not going to be uh, happening without the support of um, all the sponsors and they are essentially the who and who in the community. Number one, I have to thank BFM to, to be the media partner, right, of course. Um, then, um, yeah, I, I have to mention uh, Cradle yeah, and my startup, which is one of their projects, right? And uh, Capital Market Malaysia has been uh, helping a lot in terms of uh, getting us the speakers and all that. Mathcap, MDAC, Busa Malaysia, MDVs, Growth Charger and Accelerator. Asia Business School is our mm-hmm. uh, venue partner. And, um, and uh, Loop Holdings, yeah? Uh, usually ah, don't Brian see them. <laughs> yeah, Brian is a is a friend, and uh, yeah, he's he's kind enough, cool enough to to say, okay, let let me come in, you know, and introduce the brands uh, of uh, T Live and Bus Pair to to the community, you know, mm. especially VCPEs, <laughs> right? And uh, uh, last but not least is the community uh, that are putting uh, this Startup Week Malaysia together, which will start two days later, Saturday. Right, is um eight year long, uh eight eight days long, right? And, uh, eight year <laughs> eight long. years a bit long, lah. Huh? <laughs> eight days. Um. Uh. Well. Uh. The forum is right in the middle. Uh, Wednesday. Uh, along with it, you know, there are quite a lot of activities going on. So, so KL and uh, uh, if I if I'm not wrong, Penang, even Ipoh has, will have a lot of our startup related activities throughout the week. So, so we're happy to be part of it. If I, I look at the itinerary, you've got nine panel sessions uh, that day. That is a lot Uh, so you've got obviously the opening speeches by you you've got uh, uh, Mm -hmm. the chairman of the SC is going to be around uh, Yang Bahagia Dato Sri uh, Dr. Awang Adek Hussein you're going to be talking about navigating the Malaysian VC landscape uh, but also some of the interesting stuff it's again now it's ZERP the death of ZERP Um, you know you've got rising pressure of exits in the region you've got what do LPs want in the post-COVID era all these topics are going to be covered there is there anything in particular that you are looking forward to that day? I, I think ultimately it's just, you know, the, the way we kind of paced the, the whole program is started with a reflection. Mm-hmm. The first panel, which uh, will represent uh, some of the, the veterans in the market, right? Um, you know, uh, CEO of MathCab and everybody, right? Um, um, then, then we move on to the CVC panel to talk about how corporates could evolve. CVC right. is corporate venture. Corporate venture. Uh, uh, corporate ventures. Uh, corporate venture uh, capital. Capital. Yes. Yes. So, so I think we're happy to to share that you know uh, for for this. For this one, we have, uh, of course, uh, Samway, right, being being part of the panel. And we also have Datuk Thomas Leong, Chief uh, Strategy Officer from Saim Dhabi, um, Marion Kamau, CEO of 
agenda and, and next tea. And then then during the VIP, VIP luncheon, right, uh, we, we are so honoured to have uh, young Ahmad Mulia Tunku Zain Abidin to come in and talk a little bit about, you know, Malaysia forward. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is like a think tank level kind of sharing, right? And we will probably explore, you know, what's what are the options for Malaysia, whatnot, and then sync it up with, you know, uh, what uh, Nicholas Kao, uh, head oh, of research, Kazana. yeah, and, and impact, co-head of impact, uh, Dana Impact. Mm. So obviously, uh, Sakit, there's a lot that lot. you're covering that day. Uh, and uh, those who want to get tickets can go to mvca.org.my and uh, look it up on the website. Uh, ultimately, who... Who is this being catered for, right? Are you talking about other people in the VC industry, people who are curious about the industry? Who do you want attending this event? What well, is it meant for? To to us, is essentially, you know, uh, it's an ecosystem kind of uh, a forum. Mm. Uh, generally, I think a good bulk of the uh, participants will come from the, part- the, yeah. the, 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 the industry, right? Uh, be it... Um, representative from uh, Cradle, you know, all the agencies coming together under one, uh, under one event in one venue, and of course we are also a bit more inclusive in the sense that you know I think sometimes, you know, the startup community will also need to hear a little bit about yeah the the content, right? Um, but again, ultimately, you know, the way we craft it, we are not talking about startup or whatnot because we already have got quite a lot of those uh, throughout the year, mm-hmm. right? I think where where the association comes in is that okay, where does uh, where do, is there a platform for for the VCs for the government agencies to to discuss and even connect? Yeah, because um, uh, well, I, it's quite it's not not common for us to kind of gather everybody under one roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hopefully this this is the forum where we will spur a lot of our conversations and uh, see how, how we can streamline some of the initiatives that we are doing, you know. Folks, I've been speaking with Ng Sai Kit. He's the chairman of Malaysia Venture Capital and Private Equity Association, more commonly known as the MVCA. And we've been talking about the Venture Forum, the Malaysia Venture Forum that's happening next Wednesday. Uh, up next, we'll talk about the current challenges and opportunities faced by both the startups in Malaysia and the venture cap, uh, VC players in the scene. I'm Roshan Kainasin. You've been listening to Enterprise Biz Bites. Keep it here to BFM 89.9, the business station. Birkins for Mama, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, and this is Enterprise Biz Bites. I'm Roshan Kunnison. Today, we are spotlighting the upcoming Malaysia Venture Forum 2023 happening next Wednesday, December the 6th, and discussing the current challenges and opportunities faced by the venture capital landscape, as well as investment trends here in Malaysia. All this, of course, uh, will be brought up in the one of the, of in, uh, in amongst the nine panels that will be happening next Wednesday. Speaking with us is Ng Sai Kit. He's the chairman of Malaysia Venture Capital and Private an equity association, more commonly known as the MVCA. Uh, so I could, earlier, we talked a little bit about, uh, well, we started off by talking a little bit about Charlie Munger, uh, given his passing earlier this week, mm-hmm. 33 days short of 100 years old. Um, but then we got into spotlighting the event itself. Uh, you got a lot of players coming in next week, uh, the who's who of uh, venture capital and private equity, um, including about 30 speakers, if I have that around uh, about correct. Um, now, the... Let's talk a little bit about the challenges in the ecosystem, right? So mm. uh, we're talking, you mentioned earlier, the end of uh, the zero interest rate uh, regime, mm. uh, which the end of ZERP, basically, the death of that. Yep. That's changed the landscape for venture capital, at least in the last 10, 15 years. Um, 
talk to us or at least give us a sense for what the current key challenges are for both startups and the venture capital uh, landscape here in Malaysia? Well, happy to do so. Um, I guess to to talk a little bit about it, you know, as you 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 mentioned, you know, during the intro, right, about the drop in the funding mm-hmm. and whatnot. Certainly, that's that's a fact, right. But but looking looking at it from from the uh, so called uh, f- what funding winter, you mm-hmm. know, we we have been talking about it for some time already, right. Let let me kind of toss it around and say that okay, you know, the winter is going to be over. Right. So, so ultimately, what what I like to see here is that, um, or even share at the moment is that we need to recognize that the the funding ecosystem or the fund managers in Malaysia and even uh, in the region has already gotten quite a bit of a dry powder. Mm-hmm. Right. Why it has slowed down is essentially just the transition and the adjustment in terms of. You know, there are certainly a lot of uh, companies that have been overvalued because, you know, when you have the supply, <laughs> uh, almost like unlimited supply of capital chasing after similar opportunities or whatnot, then then the, the rationale of investment is somewhat a bit distorted, right? So, so we are going through that phase now where you will see that, okay, you know, companies are already now making a lot of adjustments, right? Startups, especially the late stage guys, you know, making a lot of adjustments in terms of, okay, what is their focus on profitability that is pretty much all the conversations that we are having with uh, portfolio companies right so so that's that's one right but at the same time also you know zooming back to malaysia in the sense that we are pretty blessed in in a way yes we talk in the many many years ago we say okay malaysian government has been doing a lot but we still need them to do a lot and and in this current environment that's exactly what we need in a way to mm. do a bit of a, a, a support right so happy to note that you know uh, agencies like Coop uh, coming in you know with, with their Dana IFD Dana yeah. and then Dana Impact has been pretty much uh, one of the, the game key, changer game yeah. changer and also the supporter of some of the uh, key funding activities in the country, you know. So, so I think looking forward um, for next year, I'm pretty positive for Malaysia in the sense that not only these two that I mentioned, and although also a, a couple of private capitals that are already getting themselves ready, and uh, also I noticed that there are a lot of uh, uh, plans by the corporates venturing into the CVC space. Talk to us a little bit about that about corporate venture exploring this space because we have yep. a lot of big companies in Malaysia with uh, large balance sheets yeah, not precisely. being deployed. Right. I know Sunway does quite a bit of this through their Sunway Innovation yeah. um, arm. Mm. Um, talk to us a little bit about mm. how you see CVC playing out. I think ultimately is is a concerted, well, it pretty much, you know, the effort of the Securities Commission, you mm-hmm. know, especially on the, with, with the team that is in the market development, right? I think throughout the the, the, the past one, two years, they have been big, making a big push in terms of getting the private capital to come in, which is also part and parcel of the, the national uh, objective, right? To kind of reduce the dependency on government uh, money, yeah. right? So, so that I think is coming into into fruition, right? Uh, of course, corporates will probably need to go through a lot of adjustments or whatnot. In the past two years, the 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 outlook wasn't being 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 um, 
very very stable, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and we were just coming out of the COVID. I think things are, are okay, a bit a lot more predictable. Right? So so with with this kind of environment moving forward, yeah, I I, I personally see that yes, there is uh, a ready move to come in, right? Uh, either one way that they are going to be a direct investor or they probably will be a fund of fund, you know, one way or another. Um, yeah, that's that's certain coming, and partly also I think. You know the 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 tax incentive that was gazetted for some time already, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that is still still valid and still available. And uh, I think it's high time for them to to relook at their strategy. You know. Uh, yeah, about in order for us to achieve those new economy goals, you know, the old economy needs to invest in to make sure that. Um, they're not being left behind, right? Which is encouraging to see why, mm. uh, which is why it's encouraging to see mm. uh, Petronas put a lot of work behind Jintari as well. Yes. Uh, as, a, as an example, uh, amongst right. other things out there. Yep. Um, now, as we look at the, the, you know, CBC is one area. Now, mm. with the fund of funds mechanism coming in, it that seems to have really provided the st- the ecosystem a lot of positivity because it's yep. letting private sector do what they do best while backstopping it a bit with government funds or government linked funds. Mm. Uh, that said, you got like Kazana and Coop who are only using maybe 1% of their funds being deployed into these areas or so diversifying their portfolio. So if funding is no longer the key concern, uh, it what are the key concerns uh, that, you know, the industry needs to address going forward? You know, one of those things is commercialization, but also um, getting people to, you know, buy uh, the product of our startups. Uh, what, what are you watching in terms of the key challenges ahead? I think from from that perspective, I would still say that you know the 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 talent is is still one of the areas that we need to address, right? In the sense that, um, again, we are going through a phase of change and, and transition. You know, back back in the days before before the end of ZERP, there has been a really intense, you know, competition for for talent across the region, even internationally, right? So what we what we are seeing now is that uh, because of the rationalization of the cost structure of the big companies, big tech companies, we are already seeing some conversations. Uh, uh, personally, you know, my my chat with uh, founders is that the talents are getting better, mm-hmm. and the expectations are getting a bit more realistic. You know, so so I think it's improving, but let. Let's not be so complacent, right? <laughs> um, um, we, we have to kind of look at it from the perspective of how can we promote, especially Malaysia as a country, right? Um, well, if you look at, look around, and, uh, and Malaysia is somewhat is still one of the most attractive country uh, for, for business, right? Um, in the sense that the cost of living is probably one of the lowest in the region, and uh, infrastructure is infrastructure wise is probably one of the best as well right so so with with this kind of climate where everybody is 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 being asked to kind of watch your your burn and whatnot i think probably this is one of the malaysia is one of the best country to kind of consider you know being being a hub for for the southeast asia or whatnot yeah so so in in respect of the talent is one right i i guess the other way the other thing is you know which i've actually shared recently and at the sc by sc grow uh, especially at the bioeconomy uh, forum right um which i also realized that you know we have 
as a country, we have got a lot of intellectual property with that mm. could be unlocked, right? So so much so that we are actually being stuck in the sense of how can we actually facilitate the spin out or whatnot, so that you know commercially it makes sense, so that it also you know uh, uh, in terms of the 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 cap table or the shareholding structure of those upstart is is conducive enough to motivate you know the founders or even the chief ex- executive to be appointed or they are the inventor themselves to to come out and say that okay it's worth their while right so so again we, we do have a lot of example of this and um, um one one of the 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 mission that that i have right while i'm i'm in the chair of mvca is to see what what type of conversation can we strike uh, with with the startup that are looking at this and also at the same time extend it to the IP owner, which is predominantly our uh, public universities. Uh, while you're on this note, you know, a few yeah. months back, I think, I spoke mm. with uh, Space In, yeah. uh, Dr. Norami, and, uh, you know, who's a like, former oh, lecturer at USM, mm. and it commercialized basically these Pico satellites uh, to help connectivity in yeah. rural areas. Okay. You know, so direct connectivity for the Internet of Things to help people do their business because... Um, you, while we take for granted internet connectivity here, in more dispersed, more rural areas, it's a bit more difficult. So sometimes mm. satellite connectivity is the way to go with it. And you're seeing these kind of developments where people are taking, or at least more focus on taking IP from universities yep. where a lot of this IP and R&D is done mm-hmm. and commercializing it, which yes. is quite interesting. Yes. Um, a, a, any examples come to mind on your end in terms of uh, some of these commercialization efforts? Well, um I think one of the key new sectors that that we we have been seeing of late are of course also synced to you know in sync with the the uh, food security right also of the nation and um, therefore there are quite a few uh, interesting technology hmm. right that that is coming out of Malaysia and uh, it has a lot of opportunity and even uh, prospect of um, improving you know our yield improving our uh, pest control right and um, uh, even even a simple things like um, uh, for instance I need to quote uh, maybe Capitani for instance who mm-hmm. just won the the, the, Been the on our show. Yeah. yeah so so what they are doing is essentially is you know partly fintech partly a bit of education as well capacity building for the farmers or whatnot so so I guess I guess that's that gives us a, a, a lot of uh, um, opportunity for us to look at it you know, from a various perspective in terms of the bioscience and even the IT infrastructure, and there's quite a lot to do. Yeah. I think uh, Kylie Ng will be on your first panel that day. Uh, and mm. uh, when uh, last we spoke to him, uh, he was talking about e-fishery, which is this Indonesian-based mm. Uh, mm. agri-tech uh, yeah. solution. Again, yeah. so this food security uh, situation is becoming quite interesting yeah. uh, to observe, especially yeah. in light of the wars. Um, and the inflationary issues we've seen in mm. the past uh, on ongoing issues. Mm. Now, with that in mind, uh, with the event in mind, talk to me a little bit about, talk to us a little bit about how you see events like the Malaysia Venture Forum mm. uh, playing a role in the collaboration, in the networking opportunities, in pushing forward uh, the ecosystem, both the venture and the startup ecosystem. Um, what role do you see this event playing? Like, like I mentioned before, is literally a platform where, you know, all the stakeholders have got an opportunity to listen to, you know, the perspective of respective uh, fund managers, 
even agencies, right? Each and every one of them would have their own thinking and and even strategic trust moving forward and whatnot. So, so I guess having having a, a a forum like this will enable everyone to talk about what they are doing and whatnot, and it will strike. You know, certain certainly it will actually bring us uh, uh, some to to a realization that hey, you know, agency one fund manager two has got similar thoughts or whatnot. Why not we kind of uh, have a, a offline conversation? You know, because we understand yeah the problem statement or whatnot. We cannot do it alone. Yeah. So so what what the role of MECA essentially is be a a, a body right right in the middle neutral. And be able to kind of connect all this conversation. Yeah, that's that's what I I like to see. You know, MCA to be eventually. Yeah. Um, so I guess we come to the close uh, mm. of this conversation. Now, obviously, people who want to be the event to be part of those conversations can go to mvca.org.my and under the events tab, you'll see 2023 event and then you'll be able to find Malaysia Venture Forum there and get your tickets. Um, and also, we'll be putting the link in the podcast show notes if uh, you need to look that up later today. Now, as we come to the close in this conversation, um, yes, it's becoming more challenging. Uh, less, There's a lot of uh, funding is falling in terms of deals, deal flow. Yep. But there's a lot of dry powder. So people are looking yep. at ways to deploy that dry powder. Now, one of those areas we've met, just mentioned is food security. There's also areas in terms of people commercializing existing IP. Um, what are the key investment trends that you see uh, both on the local, regional and uh, on the local, regional and global level uh, in 2024 and ahead? I think well, uh, 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 one or two more that I wanted to talk about, perhaps is number one is the um, the health tech, mm-hmm. right? Um, typically, looking at you know what do we expect Malaysia? Yeah, we, we are going to be in the in the uh, aging aging uh, uh, country pretty soon, right? With fifteen uh, percent of of our population uh, uh, crossing 60, 60 years old soon, right? So, so I guess that's where the what we call a care economy will will have to come in, right? And um, certain, um, I do see that some property developers are already doing some mm. work, right, to to kind of turn some of their their facility or even project into very friendly. You know, I'm, I'm personally, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm a Approaching fifty already, you know. So, so um, well, I'm certainly looking forward how how I am going to retire, you know, with a lot more dignity going forward. Yeah. Um, the other aspect uh, that I would really like to really see, and I'm I'm certainly noticing it is is the the impact investment side, right? Um, well, on on the on the note that in this region uh, we are grossly underrepresented, right? Um, it is. Essentially, in in Southeast Asia, we are probably under one percent in terms of the fund allocation. Yeah, I said under management for impact, philanthropic, and whatnot. And I don't see any country that's winning it in the in the sense. Hmm. Yeah, so there are a lot of our family offices that are being being uh, being set up here and there. And uh, well, these these guys typically they are already self made millionaires or billionaires, right? So ultimately, financial return is not their main goal. And therefore, uh, there is a need for us to kind of uh, feature them. And therefore, you know, one of the the, the panel that, that I put together is to really educate, you know, from the VC side, we talk about ESG, SDGs and whatnot. But at the same time, you know, what? let's, let's touch on uh, impact investment as well at the same time, yeah? So, 
So we do have friends who are in in um, in the segment and uh, get them to introduce to 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 the the community. Yeah, and and yeah, I think that's pretty much it. And um, if if you if you ask me, ultimately, you know, in this time of days, is really going back to the fundamental. Right, the principle of looking at what problems are we trying to solve. Right, it could be an environmental problem, it could be a society problem, it could be a science uh, uh, um, uh, challenges that we need to overcome, and that will bring on a lot of invention uh, uh, and innovation from from the perspective of um, healthcare, medical, and so on and so forth. Yeah, so so a lot more to do. A lot to focus on food yeah. security uh, in healthcare. particular, healthcare, yeah. and that care economy is also really important. A lot of platforms coming up in that scene, including care concierge and keto care, among many others there. Right. Um, folks, the Malaysia Venture Forum 2023 is happening next Wednesday on the 6th of December. Go to mvca.org.my to get your tickets to see what's happening in the VC and startup ecosystem. Our guest, uh, Young Saikid will be there, of course, with the opening speech, among many other guests. Uh, Saikid, anything you want to add before we wrap up? Yes, um, I'd like to give uh, the listeners right um, a quote that you can ah, use. Discount. Yeah, so so just go to the <laughs> checkout, right, on the general admission. Punch in MVCA as a code, simple, MVCA. You'll get 50% off on the general admission tickets. We only have 56 for now. And if you have friends in the uh, industry or you, people who you think might be interested in this, be sure to share that with them. Again, go to mvca.org.my and the promo code from the from Saikit was MVCA. Yep. Folks, uh, I've been speaking with Ng Saikit. He's the chairman of the Malaysia Venture Capital and Private Equity Association, or more commonly known as MVCA. If you missed any part of this conversation, you can catch the podcast on our website at bfm.my or download the BFM app. Our shows are also available on Spotify, among other podcasts players just look up enterprise biz bites i'm Rishan kanison you've been listening to enterprise biz bites keep it here to bfm 89.9 the business station you have been listening to a podcast from bfm 89.9 the business station for more stories of the same kind download the bfm app